Welcome back to my podcast, A Glass with Gab. My name is Gabrielle Decker, and I'm super excited for this podcast. It's been a little bit since I've recorded or made any content, or content, I'm sorry, but um, I'm really looking forward to this episode in particular, and um, it is that time of year. Um, Christmas is right around the corner. We're about to head into 2020, Um, so if you're not familiar, um, in Europe, we drink Glühwein during the holiday season and I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly my mom's probably gonna you know butcher this but whatever um so Glühwein is hot wine and um mainly the part of Europe like Germany France uh the Czech Republic and Italy Switzerland um drink this around this time of year um so I'm really excited for this episode I am joined by two people that I have yet to have on my episode um, Natalie Fink and Zakeo Zach Rhodes. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, just go ahead and start introducing yourself, where you're from, and really like what brought you here. Um, hey, I'm Zach. I am 26 years old from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I have always wanted to work and live abroad, so Edelweiss is actually my first step in that whole thing. And it's been really dope because it's given me so far in uh, 2019, it's given me like a really unique experience with uh, where I've been able to travel to. Mm-hmm. Natalie? Oh, I'm glad you scripted that so I can just bank <laughs> off of it. <laughs> uh, my name is Natalie Fink. I am 24 uh, from Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla, Washington. Yeah, man. That's a name, tongue right? twister. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. So, like, think of, I know y'all are thinking of Seattle, not that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I spent some time in California. Um, this isn't my first time living abroad. I actually lived in Berlin and New Zealand for, like, smaller amounts of time than this. But, uh, yeah, I kind of came out here, like, on a absolute whim. It was kind not expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I applied for this job, it was two months before I would have flown out here. And mm-hmm. it was really just one of, like, three options that were, like, maybes. Yeah. Um, it took but, me like yeah. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, okay. it took me forever. So mine was kind of – I had the same kind of story. I applied – the end of May, um, the summer after I graduated, and then I flew out here in September. Um, but Zach and I actually came in the same group together, so we've been here for like 16 months almost, at least 16 so months crazy. beginning of January. Yeah. Um, but you just got here in Yeah, it's been August. three months for me. So September or August? September. September. So wow. our, our 2019 recaps are about to be like a little bit different. Yeah, but, but that's good. So we get two different perspectives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm just going to... I mean, jump into it. Um, we obviously have the privilege of like living in such a beautiful place and getting the opportunity to travel on our time off. So, um, where are you guys planning on traveling to in 2020? Like, what is your top destinations? What are you thinking? Ooh, okay. So we have a globe here. So I'm going to take a little <laughs> candor. Um, just right off the bat, we have talked about together doing uh, Berlin Pride, mm-hmm. and that'll be in July. So I'm super excited about that. You know, she's lived there. It'll be my first time, so it's going to be 
crazy cool experience. Very excited. Have either one of you been to Berlin yet? Oh, yeah, she still lived there. Oh, I, I lived there for four months, but not during Pride. So mm-hmm. actually, you know, like that time of year is the time I haven't lived there. I lived there like fall and then going into winter, basically, where it's like, oh my God, only three hours of daylight a day. You know, it was getting pretty... T- dark there for a while yeah like, yeah 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 wow. but like the springtime in berlin i've just heard is beautiful i mean it's when all the open air clubs kind of open up again yeah, yeah. and everyone just wants to freaking dance it's beautiful incredible so, it's gonna be yeah. three four days <laughs> yeah, we can check so, that off our list berlin. yes so i uh, also am planning a uh, two-week trip to oman for my birthday So, Oman is just south Mm -hmm. of Saudi Arabia on the Arabian Peninsula. It is one of the most peaceful countries in the Middle East. Yeah. I saw, um, sorry to break you off right there, but (laughs) there's this YouTube channel. I'm actually, like, wearing their merch right now. (laughs) Seek Discomfort by Yes Theory. Uh Um, the guy Thomas, um, on that channel just traveled there, and yeah, you should look it up on YouTube because it was a really cool video, and I have never even heard of that country, but it's, like, how do they thrive, and they're so, like their prosperity and, like, the way they, like, live their life is so, like, peaceful and content and, like, everything is, like, all about, like, the environment and stuff like that, right? It's really cool. Like, there's actually this super weird... I was kind of looking up, like, driving laws. There's a super weird law that, like, you can't have a dirty car. Like, you will literally Mm -hmm. get ticketed if your car's dirty. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, like, a a really desertous, like, country, so... So when are you planning on that? Curious to see. Uh, November of 2020. So I think it's the 7th or the 20th, I think, Mm -hmm. something like that. So you see yourself... Being here until next December. For sure. So for I plan sure. on being here for another 12 months. Cool. But, um, yeah. What about you, Natalie? I would love to hop on that trip with you, honestly. Because also, <laughs> yes. it's both of our birthdays yeah. during that time. Yeah. Are you Scorpio, too? Yes, I am. Oh, Scorpios. Oh, no, no wonder why got that. <laughs> got that energy. Actually, before I even knew Zach, people would say, you remind me of Zach. And... Damn, that's a good thing. I like after yeah. getting to know you more, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's Hell yeah, sweet. dude. For sure. Yeah, but... Wow, people ask me all the time where I want to travel to, and yeah, it just makes me, it's just so crazy to even have the option, like, so many options of where to travel to. I almost get overwhelmed with how long my list is, because I think I know where I want to go, and then someone says they just got back from South Africa or Morocco, and Mm -hmm. I was just like, damn, now that's on my list, too. Yeah, Um, the list just keeps on growing and growing, Yeah, it's just like, you just don't have the time or money. (laughs) We were just talking uh, about that. that. Yeah, right. It's like it the more you travel, like the larger the world gets. Like you think it would be the other way around, mm-hmm. but it almost seems like the more you travel, like the more you meet people that like are coming from different places, have different experiences. Yeah. And, like there's always so much to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to go to Iceland this summer. Um, I just want to experience like that kind of like landscape and terrain in the summer because like I just want to go like off roading. Yeah. And, like I, I hear it's like a beautiful country, so God, that's kind of like my go-to this summer. Um, my parents are going to the Azores in June. Um, so that's an island off of Portugal, which is like super cool. So that'd be really awesome to meet them there. But I mean, like, like we said, the list is just like forever <laughs> Keep on going. growing. I don't really have one particular place I want to go to. There's just like several. Yeah. So I would love to make it anywhere in Asia at some point, but yeah. you know, who knows? For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. One um, place that I really actually want to go is uh, Belgrade, Serbia. Okay. Yeah, oh. I had a friend who's um, back in California whose mom was from there, mm-hmm. from Serbia, so he was half Serbian, and he just went on a trip there to visit like his grandma that he hadn't seen in a really long time. But it's kind of like the up-and-coming spot for electronic music, actually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh. it's kind of funny because everyone thinks, I think Berlin, you know, as far as like club culture and like electronic music, 
Um, and for anybody listening that doesn't know, and I don't know so much about this either, but you used to, or you do DJ. Like, you yeah, have experience yeah, yeah. DJing. Uh, basically, I was that girl who studied abroad in Berlin, and I came back wearing all black, DJing, <laughs> and rolling my own cigarettes. Uh, nice. nice. You know, like, I, I really hate the, like, the cliche-ness of study abroad changed my life, but that was me. I was that jig. Yeah. <laughs> and, That's really cool. Yeah. That yeah. is dope, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, I, I have a fat crush on Berlin, but, yeah, you know... I think that um, there's always, like, new places popping up, and I think that electronic music, like, it, like, becomes a really important part of a culture that mm-hmm. kind of needs it. So a lot of places that have, like, you know, kind of, like, a little more tense, like, social climate, like, places who have seen some stuff go down, basically. Yeah, it's, like, dancing sure. is, like, that's when the dancing is the best because people are kind of trying to, like, escape whatever they have to deal with in their day to day. And I've just heard the best things about like the clubs there. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's a little bit like like more like undercover. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's really tight. Um, You don't know now you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um I'm really glad that you guys agreed to doing this with me in the first place. So thank you first off. Of course. Um just because I feel like you guys are both very like intellectual and can really have some like deep conversations, especially since this podcast is geared to the past year of 2019 and what we're seeing going into 2020 as well as like the next decade. So what's one goal that you guys have set for yourself in 2019, but you didn't accomplish? Financial security. (laughs) 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 That was absolutely like one of like my big like resolution, if you will, like every year I tend to kind of veer towards like one big like life change, mm-hmm. but that totally shifted. Like I almost had to like figure out why I found it so difficult to obtain financial security. Like I had to fix myself like mentally before I could fix myself fiscally. And when you so, say that, like, do you just mean like starting a 401k, like putting away like savings or like, what do you mean? More so savings. Like I am very bad. Like I already have a 401k, but I am like bad with money apart from my 401k. Like I just don't have a savings dude. Like if <laughs> like maxed out credit cards from like the trips and everything, like it yeah. is bad. It's hard. So, it's really hard. Yeah. Especially, you? you know, <laughs> well, how am I fiscally? <laughs> or, <laughs> um, like, I'm like, I got, you know, I put away some money, but yeah, no, same boat. I think yeah. that I came out here when a pretty good financial situation in the sense that, you know, I was working two jobs and I was somehow being able to pay my rent in California. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's not an easy task, Right. <laughs> but, um, I think this year for me has been kind of just, figuring out like which path I wanted to take in this like fork that has like yeah. 800 prongs you know I gra- yeah. I graduated wow. this time yeah. last year yeah so like I graduated from university and it's like that landmark that everyone tells you about I mean and I same was, like, kind yeah. of I mean I graduated May 2018 and then I wasn't getting the jobs I wanted and I didn't want to settle for just a mediocre like job and my uncle who was in the military told me about this job mm-hmm. so I like you said I applied like on a whim didn't think anything of it and then found myself like moving to Europe three months later right. yeah and now I've extended my contract and I'll be here for I don't know hopefully a, a couple more months we'll see I'm so thrilled that but, you decided to extend too yeah I'm just I just when our because our group just left about two weeks ago oh, that's um, crazy. yeah and I just didn't feel or see myself leaving then so I am happy with my decision to to stay, um, and I just you know there's more places I want to go to, but um, yeah. So 
Um, what do you guys, like, how do you feel mentally about this year? Because, like, mental health is something that has been, like, a topic of discussion for the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like our generation especially is okay with talking about it. And they want to be okay with talking about it. So, like, how do you feel, like, your mental state this year? How do you want to make it better for the next year? Like, what do you guys think? Um, my biggest endeavor through 2019 was kind of leaning into my personality. And we had talked a little bit about this previously. but um, Straight up. It's insane because the people that I've met here are people that I would never, like, never would have seen myself, mm-hmm. you know, like, getting to know. Totally. You know, because, like, whenever you have the freedom of... Uh, living in a city and, like, you know, having a separate work life and personal life. You know, yep. you, you get to almost, like, pick and choose because you have, like, a larger pool. And you can, like, go away from work and, like, go home. But here we, like, live where we work. So Exactly. Yeah. It's, like, it's it can get overwhelming. And sometimes, like, I can feel my depressive states kicking in. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, clinically depressed, but I do have, like, bouts of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, leaning into my personality and sort of, like, becoming... And I was never, like, weird with having alone time, but sort of, like, allowing myself to have more of it because this is, like, yeah. a more concentrated, close-knit mm-hmm. community. Where I did realize that about so you, special. though, since I did meet you towards the end of last year. Mm-hmm. It was, like, end of September and stuff. When we, like, when we first got here, you were very sociable. We're going out all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we were always, like, seeing each other out at, like, Peaches or NCAP oh, yeah. or whatever. And then, like, more so the past couple months, you've been, like, more low-key. So I guess I could definitely, like... Yeah. See that. Yeah. So I, I noticed like, cause alcohol is clearly depressant. So when I was like going out and drinking every <laughs> night, like I would just, I would hit like this like mania almost, you know, where I would be like, it wasn't even a fun drunk anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was getting more and more consistent and I wasn't happy <laughs> with like who I was. The vicious cycle of the vice, man. Misty. <laughs> misty. Yeah, misty. <laughs> Big yikes. Your alter ego. She's not one to mess with. Oh She's no. She's scary. Oh no, yeah. So I locked her in, the, like, in an attic where she belongs. I haven't and seen her in a while and I'm really glad. Hope to keep it that way. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Hope to keep it that way, yeah. Natalie? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's crazy. Like, you talk about mental health and then you talk about like the abstinence of drinking and that's actually what I did like two weeks ago mm-hmm. it was really nice I think that like here we are drinking like wine <laughs> <laughs> we're all hypocrites here for those of you at home though like <laughs> hey tolerance breaks are nice but um, I think that like what I wish I would have done in what wish I would have accomplished in 2019 is kind of like going into like mental health as well I mean I took I took a huge focus on that, like, post-grad, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. leave, you feel like your life's so busy that it's, like, you'll, like, get to it later. Like, you'll, th- you'll think about, like, like how you're feeling later. Like, yeah. I, was, I really could not even focus on, like, how I was doing mentally because I had so much stuff to do all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. working two jobs, like, senior paper, like, all that stuff. It just, like, adds up. And luckily, I'm really good at blocking it out. But this past year has really been just taking a step back and, like, making that time for myself, you know, like seeing a counselor, like just trying to like dig a little bit deeper into like, like why I react to things the way I do. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't know. It's easy to kind of like blame your situation or your environment for things that happen. But the crazy thing about moving here is like a lot of the stuff that I was working on in California, like moving out here didn't like change, like it didn't fix my problems, Mm -hmm. you know? So moving out here was like a really good view into myself because I just think I know myself better now and coming out here it kind of took away like all the environmental comforts that I had you kind of have to 
you know, be there for yourself first. Yeah. For sure. I can yeah. just, like, sure. I can definitely uh, testify to that. I just feel like since moving out here, especially after graduating school and, like, in that stage where you would consider yourself as, like, lost, like, here I've really, like, learned more about myself and, like, where I see myself going and a lot just about, like, what I want and how I feel about myself. And um, I think, like, this year I've realize that I don't need to be included in everything to feel like I'm wanted or appreciative. Like, especially True, like yeah. with our schedules. And I mean, you've been working a lot of nights recently from what you've been telling me. Like, I don't yes. know. It's just, like, <laughs> it sucks not always being included. And I've talked about this on some of my other podcasts, but like, I feel like sometimes I miss out on stuff here, but I've, especially the past couple of months, I've been realizing that like I'm okay with that right I don't need to be somewhere where everyone is all the time to like have a good time or like have friends here or like know that like even though I'm not there people would want me there Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I think that is something um that I've like learned the past couple months and just like being like more confident with myself and like you know everyone here doesn't need to like me and I don't need to like everyone and it's true yeah that's it you know I have the people I like and appreciate and talk to and you know it's not that I don't like certain people here it's just like I can relate to certain people and I appreciate their energy like it's just like I feel vibes I very heavily like for sure if we're if I'm not just feeling like a good vibe then like no hard feelings but I'm not gonna with you you know like we're just not you don't gonna... have to be friends with everyone and exactly. I think I think a lot of people especially with social media feel like that that's like a pressure yeah but you especially know, like with like... this whole like living and work environment too as yes. well that is a pressure because yeah. we're not running away from these people like the people we work with we see all the time so I mean you know I don't yeah. think you need to feel like you need to love and like everyone here or need to hang out with everyone here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It sounds exhausting to do that just because especially the amount of time that I've been trying to kind of take time for myself and what I was experiencing before I came out here was kind of like a way, like a sense of burnout, you know, cause mm-hmm. I had a great community and we were doing like, I was doing a lot of stuff with like my music collective and like, but I was doing stuff all the time, like yeah. whether it be like for my job or like for like music, like living with my friends, you know, like it was yeah. nice to have a, like i damn, like, I miss everything about that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the other side of the coin is, like, having that time for yourself, like, being able to, like, put time, like, in your day for only yourself is impossible Mm -hmm. if you're friends with everyone because, like, what is a friendship without being able to, like, spend time together and Mm -hmm. hang out? Right. Like, I mean... Self-care is so important. Yeah. It's so important. And, like, a lot of people think self-care is, like, doing a face mask and taking a shower. It's more than that. It's, like, it's realizing... Thing, like deeper things about yourself and like kind of like nursing that you know it's like figuring out hey well like why am I sad sometimes like what mm-hmm. like where's the stem from like yeah. that's self-care to me it's I mean of course you know a face mask and a shower is nice but <laughs> but yeah. there's more to it but also it's like you know when you're in a bad spot in life sometimes just you know appreciating that you got out and you took that shower like damn that was me today mm. <laughs> like yeah. I was feeling like a hot bag of trash before this guy <laughs> so the fact that I can even like articulate thoughts right now is like yeah I, t- I talk about all the things that like I did well in 2019 but you know like it's I've been like journaling a lot recently like mm-hmm. writing it all down That's and you know good. it's like that helps so much <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah for sure it's crazy to look at you know it's like December 7th like feeling great like got sleep last night like all is well in the world like feeling like an intense like emotion like positivity and then two days later like I literally am just a like 
space that doesn't matter, like just absolutely like abysmal thoughts. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I, I think it's just the process and we also just live in a time where you project you project the positivity and, you know, it's like all the emotions of like being unsure and being kind of like off are normal. But mm-hmm. we just also live in a place where it's like people aren't really projecting that all the time. Yeah. You're kind yeah. of you're seeing this one side of everyone's life. So I've been really trying to like bank on just authenticity like with myself that's good not yeah. getting down on yourself because like sometimes like I didn't get out of bed till eleven thirty today and I literally just got up to go back to bed <laughs> you yeah. know it's just not one of those days where I could like really do it and so I feel like here though too it it becomes difficult and like you do find yourself in those weird like blank spaces mm-hmm. just because um we live in a very small German Bavarian town that we are foreign to we don't have uh, cars as I mean we have like bikes and means of trans- transportation like buses and trains but mm-hmm. the conveniency of having a car and being able to just like go drive somewhere like we don't have that here um, just because it's like too expensive for any of us to afford mm-hmm. um, so I think that's also something that 2019 and living here has taught me it's just been like I've adapted very well to this lifestyle as well as just realizing how fortunate I was for the things I had back in the States and not to oh, yeah. take those things for granted because like the, conveni- like just the convenience of driving your car to the grocery store and putting your groceries in the back seat. Like, you know, instead we have to like walk across yeah. base and like carry like 30 pounds of groceries and I can't even get everything I want at the grocery store because I can't carry it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I almost wiped yeah. out on my bike the other day. <laughs> yeah. so I had a baguette under my arm and <laughs> was trying to also make a, a turn the signal. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Um, But not. It's definitely the sacrifices that I made with the comforts I had before here. Like I sacrificed those things to also have like the conveniences that are here. Like you know, I couldn't just hop on a train to Berlin back home or something. I mean, yeah. There's some like the that's another like the convenience of being able to like go to another country if we have, like, two days off is, like, mind-boggling. Like, I went to France for the night the other day. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. I mean? like, Go to Austria heck? for the day. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And, like, this experience, like, even when we get in those weird, like, mindsets, I'm just, like, I have to realize, like, where I am and this opportunity isn't going to repeat itself. So mm-hmm. I really just need to, like... Yeah. grasp it and appreciate yeah. it and just like have a good time mm-hmm. for sure because i mean stuff's different out here but you know i guess at the end of the day like mental health is like that's like my every year resolution is to like continue to know myself better and to like be kind to myself in the times where things aren't going right but also like you know i don't know stuff's gonna hit the fan in, like yeah. in different parts of life and i think that the really cool thing about being out here is like everyone kind of like made those sacrifices like when you didn't have to like mm-hmm. you know everyone kind of gave up what they knew to come out here and experience things in a different way, you know? like mm-hmm. That's, like, one thing that we all have in common, and it's... It's not the safe option. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I'm making, like, $9 an hour, so it's not, like, the <laughs> most, like, fiscally responsible option. Right, yeah. You know, it's not the most private option, because I feel like I'm in, like, a like a dorm situation where just more alcohol is, <laughs> like, yeah. condemned. Lack of personal space and <laughs> <laughs> literally no but, limits on alcohol, so, yeah. Yeah, but... Definitely, it's kind of cool that we like made the decision to be out here. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, you for know, sure. it makes you feel autonomous about the choices that you make. Yeah. yeah. I mean, damn. I, th- I think about myself like a couple years ago, and I think 
that, I mean, actually when I went to college, you know, I kind of did the same thing, mm-hmm. moved to a different state and like didn't know anyone. And yeah, I think I'm handling it a lot better this time around than freshman year of college. You live so, and you learn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the incremental progress. I don't know. It's something that I feel like we don't give ourselves credit like credit for that often. Yeah. yeah. We always think we should be like doing more in the moment and like being more like I get down on myself about that all the time. But then like, yeah, just being able to like take the pauses and just like appreciate where you're at. Oh yeah. yeah. Living in the moment. That's another big one. I think that I might try and work on in 2020. Yeah. Be more present. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, especially like, you know, since we're all planning trips, like mm-hmm. I feel like it's very easy to get caught in the future or Maybe have, like, this issue and be like, oh, like, that happened in the past, blah, 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 you know, and just, like, get overwhelmed by it. Yeah. But then you forget about what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... 100%. It's more... It's just as simple as, like, stepping out on the balcony and seeing a mountain. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. Or enjoying a cup of coffee, you know, if you, yep. like, have that in the moment. You know, it's about embracing what you have in front of you before it's over. Because it, it, our Reach. time here is limited. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get mad existential about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what like, it's what keeps me living presently is I'm like okay whatever like stresses I'm experiencing right now you know like I'm gonna look back on this time I'm not gonna remember the, like those stresses for you know, sure I'm not it's gonna like if it doesn't remember matter being five years what like why worry about it yeah speaking mm-hmm. of you like know. five years from now mm-hmm. so I mean, we're going into another year, but we're going into another, like, a new decade, which is, like, roaring 20s. Oh, that's so (laughs) weird. So, especially, like, now, like, being, like, an adult, like, I can, like, just kind of, like, think more, like, what are the next, like, 10 years going to be like, but Mm. where were y'all in 2010, if you can remember, and where do you see yourself in 2030? So, think 10 years back to 10 years forward. Like, what what do you see is, I know it's a very big question. I love like, it, though. I'm going to pour another cup of glue vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, into it, dude. What so, do you, I mean, Zach, you can start. Like, what yeah. do you think is, like, where do you see yourself, like, 10 years from now? Honestly, um, after here, I want to hop around from Guam and Antarctica, mm-hmm. but I've been kind of compiling a list of cities that, um, honestly, I kind of see myself with a job, like in, like a job, an apartment, like a cat or two, a boyfriend. Like, yeah. I see myself, uh, okay, so 10 years from now, so I would be... 36. So yeah, I would like to be, I would like to be in that position. Like, you know, established, somewhere. established. I'm thinking of Vancouver, BC or New York if the States kind of improve a little. Mm-hmm. And then, where was it? Madrid, Madrid, Madrid? Spain. Yeah. That's cool. So those are the Good. three cities. Oh, and Tel Aviv. So those are the four cities that I could see myself like applying to jobs and, you know, maybe like traveling to and like sort of trying to find men and pets men and, <laughs> men and pets men baby and pets. next time yeah. y'all I'll re-up that <laughs> same man <laughs> um where were you in 2010 or how old were you you were I was 16, 16. in 2010 yeah so that would have I would have had my first job that year that was also whenever I went through this like like mental change from going to like um like the swim team and then I progressed into like more of like my artistic self. So I went from like athletic to artistic. It was a very transitional year for me. That's awesome. And that was whenever I also like lost my virginity too. So (laughs) (laughs) nice. Yeah, so that was a very big year for me. 2010 was a very big year. 2010, 2020 is going to be another big year. Well, I think like if 10 years ago, had I like approached myself now, like if I approached Mm -hmm. 2010 me, like I would have, I would have been like amazed and like in awe you know so I want to be that same person in 2030 that would, would approach me now and be like hey That's this awesome. is where your life's going like keep your head up kid like it's gonna be dope I wonder yeah. if we would have gotten along in 2010 I bet we probably would have mm-hmm. maybe not 2009 but yeah. 2010 was, was a pretty cool year for me <laughs> oh man I just like 
And uh, I think a, a way to relate to other people is kind of, you know, knowing what you appreciate in people because you, like, appreciate that in yourself. Mm-hmm. 2010, me had no idea what the frick she was or, like, where she was going. Like, that was, what, my first year? That was my so freshman year. you just year. turned 24? 24, okay. yeah, in November. Because I turned 24 in November. So you and, or I turned 24 in January, so you and I are the same age. Okay, okay, okay so cool. So you were about to go into like freshman, freshman year, year. high school. Wow, yeah, Yeah. and so finally got my braces off, grew (laughs) out my bangs, and stopped wearing colored skinny jeans, and boom, I was, like, kind of (laughs) cute. So I got my first kiss that year. I didn't get my first kiss till I was 14. Um, Mine was in eighth grade. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, right on the verge. It was, like, like summer before, because I was, like, I'm going into high school. I'm going into high school. (laughs) Like, I haven't kissed anyone yet. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I think that... Oh, it's just so funny to look back on. I mean, I had some great friends growing up, and I think that, you know, like probably college was the more rough transition for me. Mm-hmm. You know, going like like that year, I was it was just another year in Walla Walla, Washington. You know, if I w- would have known that I was going to be in this position right now on my first podcast in Garmisch, <laughs> Germany, well, I wouldn't have. Um, and that's why I can't even say where I'm going to be 10 years from now. Like, I think that, you know, I think about the fact of being 34 and I think what comes with an age is kind of like expectations. I'm like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to be like, you know, seeing someone or like have a more like sturdy plan or like be amongst my career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think those things, like, I'm just kind of letting things fall where they may at this point in time, because the fact of the matter is, is like, I never planned to be here. And so, like, the mentality of me, like, just taking the opportunities that come my way in life is really the only way that I've even made it this far. I mean, like, if I would have had a plan that was anticipated in 2010, then I'd be, like, married with two kids right now in Walla Walla, Washington, probably working at a bank. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know? I mean, see, that's what I love about this whole thing and, like, talking to you know, different people. Um, what's the word? Eclectic? Eclectic. Eclectic yeah. yeah. Okay. I consider my social life here kind of that, like, I feel like I'm very personable with a lot of people here. Um, majority of the people here, but I don't feel like I'm necessarily close to any like specific, like individual. I don't have like that one tight knit group, which I love mm-hmm. about like me here because like hearing that, like just getting to like know you more, like I think it's awesome where some people probably wouldn't take the opportunity to like sit here and like listen to that or like, you know, like, yeah. Oh, like if I had like my life plan, like organized out, like this is like what I would probably be doing. Da, 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 da. But that's still like textbook. And that's, what's like really awesome. about like this experience. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. everyone here is on the same page mentally with that. Like we're all here trying to like not do it by fall. like textbook and just like have like an experience, especially in our like young twenties. Cause like, now's the time to do this stuff where like 10 years from now when we're 34 like we're, we might not be able to we might have uh you know a husband or kids or like have a very like good career like you know mm-hmm. so I'm very like I'm happy like this time and now it's like this uh, all of this is happening you know what I mean for Most sure definitely I think yeah. there's a time and place for everything and I think that do it like well like I think the more you live, like, the older you get, like, life gets more complex. So do mm-hmm. it whenever you're younger and have less, like, complexities going on. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. life can throw you curveballs. You mm-hmm. can go bankrupt or 
whatever. You know, you can yeah. lose everything you have. <laughs> the next thing you know, it's like if you were planning on doing the whole abroad thing, like at 30 or something, if there was like a plan that you were following, then all of a sudden that can't happen. Also, I feel like travel is something that you shouldn't like wait for. Like if there's somewhere mm-hmm. you want to go by all means, like go do it because like, you know what we were saying previously, like, you know, tomorrow, like might not even come. Like you don't know what's going to happen or whatever. And I feel like some people, their priorities aren't necessarily to travel, but like, to me, I just don't understand how you can only be like kept in like a one state or one country. Like, I mean, even the United States, I haven't even seen a lot of the United States and that's like what I want to do. Like when I go back, mm-hmm. but like, I've learned so much about, you know, yourself and like other people and cultures just from like getting out of like the country. Yeah. Like it just kind of blows my mind how some people aren't even interested in exploring that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. That's it's interesting. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of a hard thing to even grasp. I mean, the reason that I know that I don't want to be doing that in Walla Walla is because I got out of Walla Walla. Yeah. You know? Some people like mm-hmm. you know, some people have, like, a way more solid, like, this is what I want or, like, this is what they're content with. I think the way my brain works, yeah. I'm always just thinking about, like, oh, like, but what if I like here more? Like, what if I do this? You know, it's kind of, like, it's great because it's made me make a lot of decisions that I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. If I wasn't, like, I want this for the experience, like, coming out here. I was, like, I might hate it. I might love it. But, you know, I'm not going to know until I try. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, my mentality for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I like that, though. Like, yeah. blessing and a curse, yeah. for sure. Because, you know, sometimes I'm, like, I wish I was just content where I'm at. But I always feel like there's, like, something more. And yeah. so, I mean, it's definitely been cool being surrounded by people out here that feel the same way. Because you feel, like, almost bad, mm-hmm. like, leaving what you know. And, like, yeah. yeah, I always say, like, I miss I miss all the people in every place that I've been. But I'm always excited mm-hmm. to meet the people in the next place I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? People don't talk about the negativities of traveling <clears> a lot either. <throat> like, I think with me personally, and I think you all can both, like, agree to this you know it's you develop small little homes or like little like you leave pieces of you in each place that like you found yourself in you know so like did you read that article on facebook it was like the hardest part about traveling it's like the most amazing article i'll have to send it to you but it's like literally this yeah it is no it's it's big you know like there's like we drop these big pieces of us and like Mm -hmm. it's hard because like whenever i lived in puerto rico you know i went back like two years later after i moved back to kentucky and um, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. You know, and it's sad, like, having to realize that. It's like, there's a time and a place for everything, and that includes, like, the time that you spent there. So when you go back and you try and recreate it, like, it just won't be the same. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, Ain't I mean, sometimes it truth. may, but, like... Dang. Yeah. Blowing my mind right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know where I, I see myself 10 years from now. Um, I'm not opposed to living abroad. I just do want to live somewhere where the dominant language is English just because it's very hard being somewhere where everyone doesn't speak English. Mm -hmm. Um, but like you said, I would love to like have a more stable lifestyle. Um, cause I am sort of craving stability. We've been here long enough where like, you know, sharing a room with someone, sharing a kitchen, washer, dryer, like not Mm -hmm. having a car. Like I would really like to have like a good job and like I would love to like have someone and who knows maybe have kids but um I just like really hope that like I'm happy and I'm not 
like why why me like why why am I not getting the good job why am I not having like the relationship why do all my friends have kids and I don't like I just hope I'm happy with however my life is going at that time mm-hmm. so comparing yourself is a dangerous thing like, yeah I catch myself doing it all the time yeah so I think that's like something I just want to like really push for myself in the next 10 years it's just like Everyone has their own timeline and path. Mm-hmm. And like, Amen. You know, yeah. if I'm 30 and I'm still single <clears throat> and I don't, you know, have kids or, like, whatever and all my friends are off and, like, whatever, then, like, cool. But at the same time, like, I took time to also, like, this experience, like, none of my friends are experiencing this at this at this extent. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, my, I have friends that have been to other countries, but... Dude, man, like living abroad and just being able to like, I like we what we've been to fifteen countries in fifteen months, like practically, yeah, if not a little more or a little less. But like, I just think that is just so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just really cool. This is just an awesome, awesome place, awesome opportunity. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been incredible. What do you guys like? What? How do you see like the? This is a very heated or not heated, but loaded question. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring it on. Like the loaded. world. Where do you see the world in 10 years? Where do you see our country in 10 years? Which one? Because <laughs> 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 I came to Deutschland for a reason in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are American, living on an American base. So I'm going to just say Fair. the USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you see the states in the next 10 years? And where do you see the world? I'm not, I'm probably going to like let y'all go at this because I don't know what your political knowledge or whatever mm-hmm. is like, but like I don't watch the news ever. I don't really keep up on anything. So I don't want to like say anything if I'm not knowledgeable about it. And I mm-hmm. think like that goes with anything. Like if you're not knowledgeable on something and you want to give your opinion, I'd rather you not because do you know what I mean? It just becomes like touchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, Regardless, this is an open conversation. So, like, what do you guys think? Oh, dude. I mean, definitely some sort of reform involved. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, just reform. <laughs> like, you just know, straight like, up <laughs> drops my. Whether it's like social or environmental, there will be I some hope to massive God change. It's environmental. I, I hope. hope so too. Mm. I hope. Just because, like, you know, I hope moving, our girl like, Greta really does the yeah. trick. <laughs> she was like the time, like, person of the year or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. I don't know, just especially because we're, like, in our 20s, and I feel like your 30s are, like, that prime, like, adulthood time. Like, your 20s, you're still having fun. Like, 30, like, it's, like, your 30s are where you're, like, kind of, like, really figuring yourself out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and making yourself, like, have like making an identity for yourself. But, like, I'm just, you know, especially environmentally, I hope that we can, like, live somewhere where, you know, it's sustainable and clean, and we're just more, like aware of what we're doing to our planet and the way we're like just living yeah i mean it's like i think that we're seeing a lot of progressive change like throughout the world you know i think that you know i've actually been reading a lot of articles about like there's some good ones on vice.com actually about like the decade of disillusion it's talking about from 2010 to 2020 Mm -hmm. like what stances people kind of believed at the beginning of this decade yeah, decade. And, mm-hmm. like, and where we are now, like, a big one is, like, the climate one. Like, basically, the legislation they were trying to pass in 2010, like, seems super mild and, like, very, like, cute, basically, compared to where we're at now. I think this seems decade... Like, very, like, we're demanding change at this point. This decade has been huge. Like, the stuff that has uh, happened, I mean, it's... Like, I've been thinking about it a lot because it's crazy how unaware I was of the world in 2010. Yeah. I think that's the thing that's crazy for all of us is because, you know, like, 
like the beginning of this decade, we were kind of just going through the motions, you know, like a lot of us were, you know, like not even, yeah, we were all not 18 yet. We hadn't seen the world. We hadn't experienced anything. I think that I'm going to keep this on the positive note. And Mm -hmm. I think that the way that our world is now, at least in the way that we do have the capacity to travel, that that's more of like a value in life instead of like getting a job necessarily and settling down right away. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, like sure. the capacity for travel that we have and being able to experience different cultures, different ways of living, mm-hmm. like it is super eye opening and I think it makes us not so blind to if something is not the way it should be, you know, and I think that like gotta love capitalism but I do think if we're talking about like the state of our country I think that we're just gonna have to get to the point of you know like making active decisions about how we want our like world to be Mm -hmm. and like I think it's just like a value of like you know profit and like gain that's kind of like the rhetoric of our society and I think that a lot of people like at this point in time especially young the younger generation is realizing that that's not a sustainable way to live yeah and I think that capitalism is tricky yeah we Mm -hmm. we just have a lot of pushback I mean like our our country's really young you know like our country's an infant compared to other countries and you know but also like after living in places that I see them making steps quicker you know, it, it can be frustrating yeah. to, like, live in a, like, or be surrounded by a lot of people that are still just, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of tension, a lot of push-pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, maybe that change is just incremental. I don't know. I do think that, you know, I, I, I think about, like, the 1920s and kind of, like, if I was trying to do, like, a century-long, like, comparison, like, back at the mm-hmm. Roaring Twenties, I mean, like, I, I'm really excited to go into this decade, you know, I think that we're, like, yeah, we're at a prime time in life. And, you know, like, my hair hasn't been this short since I was four years old. <laughs> like, I'm feeling myself. And, like, I think that you have to have some sort of air of positivity yeah, going into it. Sure. Because it's really easy to get caught up in all the things I feel like a lot of scary. people are uh, looking forward to leaving this decade, like, in, in the past. And it's cool that we're going to be out. talking about, like, oh, the 20s. Like, it's not the 1920s. Like, it's the 2020s. You know? Yeah. It's kind of funky. People mm-hmm. will, like, throughout the next century, like, whenever mm-hmm. they say the 20s, they will officially be referring to this decade. Yeah. Just so weird to think about. Because it's always been 1920s for us, you know? But, I like, know. 10 years from now, like we were saying, you know, whenever we say, like, oh, back in the 20s, you know that will literally be too? this decade. Like, in the 3000s, like, how, like, now in in today's time we're like how iconic like each like decade was like Mm -hmm. the roaring 20s and then you have like the 50s and like the 60s 70s 80s like the way like the world was and the way people dressed and the things people did like it you know it's so like different so like are people gonna be talking about like oh in 2010 this was like 19 or 2020s you know what i mean like just interesting. That is interesting. I think a lot of that, like a lot of why we highlight the 1900s, because that was like such an Pivotal. iconic yeah. era. Like that was an iconic century. You know, you had like um, so much I think change. It, it, it like started kind of at the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, and then you had the Great Depression, and then you had like the rise of technology and the television and the moon landing. Like it was like all these super iconic events in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I feel like for our country, I just. I'm really hoping that, like, because, I mean, we've been abroad for the past year and a half. I just want, like, when I move back, I really just want to feel safe in my own country Mm -hmm. and with 
the people in my country. Like I'm living abroad and I can, you know, say I feel safer going to another country than maybe going back to the States, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've traveled back to the States twice since moving or since moving here. And, you know, just going to the grocery store, I'm like looking over my shoulder because I'm just scared of what may happen. Right. And I don't even really, I'm obviously always aware of my surroundings, but that's never something I'm worried about would likely happen somewhere, you know? So I'm just hoping that we can, like you said, all get on the same page and be together regardless of, you know, your political thoughts, your sexuality, your religion, like whatever, like, you know, and I feel like our generation is really like honed on that. Like we're very like on the same page when it comes to that. So I just want to feel safer Mm-hmm. I want to feel safer if I'm going to the mall or the grocery store or the movies, like, and in the future with our kids in schools, like, you know, mm-hmm. I just want, my mom's a teacher, like, I just want to feel safe, like, mm-hmm. in my own home, my country, like, that's it. Yeah. So, that's something I want in 2020. Like, I agree. Just a change. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that would go along with, like, the whole reform I know, I could thing. go on yeah. forever, really. <laughs> it really could. It's, yeah, it's a very deep subject. That, yeah. Like, I mean, I think reform at all angles would be cool, but I think that we're going to, it's going to take some time, you know, because we need to like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we definitely need to like, we know time is of the essence, especially as like generations, you know, come in and out of Congress and stuff. Yeah. Not just the U.S. Congress, but you see that with like Brazil and then Mm -hmm. um, everywhere else around the world too. There's just like so much unrest. So I think once like our younger generation hopefully kind of moves up since we were exposed at a young age to like accepting differences and yeah. The age of social media, luckily, I think is going to have a really big benefit in that regard because, you know, have like, you know, kids that were younger and they could watch like, you know, uh, heartfelt videos on like what's happening in Syria. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like that would have never happened for the older generation. Yeah. So I think that like we've had that exposure to like other cultures. So I think that as the old moves out, the new move in, I think that we're going to see a lot of reform. So I feel very positive about this next decade. Uh-huh. I mean, I think that, like, yeah, we have more access to the world than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, like, especially, like, in America, because our country, like, there's so many different people amongst, like, one country, you know, like, we don't really have, like, like a, like a nationalistic right. kind of image of ourselves because so many places are so different. Coming here, I was like, damn, I don't know anything about Kentucky mm-hmm. or, you know, really anywhere east of the West Coast. I've been on the West Coast my, like, for most of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that one really important thing with all this, like, ability to travel and, like, I think it's just, like, compassion for other people. Like, we get all this information, you know, and we're able to kind of, like, see what we want to see. But I think that at the end of the day, just, like, a little bit of empathy and a little bit of compassion for people, like, despite differences. I mean, I think you learn that when traveling. Um, for sure. And maybe it's a little bit easier to grasp, like, when you've had to do it in kind of an extreme sense. But, you know, even back in the States, I think it's just more more so, like, compassion for one another and, like, understanding. I mean, if... compassion, yeah. If there was, like, one reform that I think... Would be awesome. I think it's just like maybe just teaching that a little bit more. I think that, you know, being able to like learn about how to communicate with people that are different than you, like critical thinking, you know, especially because we have so much like information and we're kind of able to stay in our own bubbles at this point. Yeah. 
I think that just being able to teach people about how to critically think about the information that's being thrown at them in the age of the internet, you know, because, like, that's another crazy thing is, like, who knows where history is going to go from here, but, like, we kind of were growing up in the, like, as the guinea pigs with this, like, new, like, technology everywhere, like, so prominent in our life. We see, we, saw we don't really that. know how it's going to affect us as like a race. It's, it's kind of like when like television, television became a thing or like when radio became a thing, it's like another yeah. one of those like revolutions. And like, we kind of really don't know what's going to happen in that sense. Like what the effects are. I think, uh, an interesting point would be the, uh, the whole fake news movement and people became way more apathetic to what they were reading. Like instead of just like sharing an article on Facebook, people actually started reading them, which is what should have been done in the first place. But people <laughs> like, I know people you know. that still don't read them and just share them, you know? Yeah. The clickbait. But, um, so, I guess on a, like, a lighter note, <laughs> um, sorry, I, I got distracted because I'm trying to plug my computer in because it's about to die. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have one, um, but what was your worst New Year's Eve experience? Like, can, do you have one that you, um, you know, know of or... That I know of. That's actually a relevant question for your New Year's experience. Do you know of it? Right, <laughs> Do <right>. you <laughs> that you know of? Oh, um, besides having two, I mean, I've had a lot of really awesome New Year's, and we were actually yeah. just talking about this earlier today. Um, I can't say that I've had a negative experience apart from like just having to work once you know the midnight strikes and like knowing like all my friends are out, you know, mm-hmm. sharing a kiss on like New Year's or whatever. Or maybe like what was your best? The Let's best New that, Year's, maybe. okay. I think my best, it was um, it was not last year, but I think the year before, so maybe two years ago, um, and all my friends, I think it was our first year being, like, legal, like, 21 and everything, we all went downtown, and um, it was just, it was so much fun, like, they block off the road, so everyone's, like, walking in the streets, and, like, all the bars are open, and it was just, like, that was super fun, just being with, like, my friends from, like, high school and college. Yeah. Um, all, like, in our hometown. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was fun. What year was that? 2018, going into 2018. Oh, cool, because my favorite New Year's is also 17 to 18. Yeah, I think I would so. say, because uh, that was whenever, uh, like, the apartment I lived in at the time with my friend Taylor, me and him would, like throw these like madhouse parties so we threw like this really <laughs> dope like party and then we all went to the bar after but I remember it was just like in my head I knew I was gonna like leave and travel mm-hmm. and I remember just like like actually thinking as we were just dancing on the floor and it's like surrounded by mirrors you know so it's just like the super cool like disco vibe and like I just remember like dancing and thinking I was like wow like I don't think we're ever gonna have this moment again yeah and it was like a very iconic moment I for me. really love moments like that like where you're just yeah. like this is such a great moment and it's just happening now and it goes back to you know living in the present happen again yeah totally yeah what about you Natalie man I was talking honestly on both sides of that question like what was the worst New Year's and what was the best I mean like I really couldn't think of like anything on either one because I've always been that person that's like New Year's is too much hype it and, is. like, I'm all about not putting so much, expe- like, expectations mm-hmm. into an experience. You know, like, going into things with no expectations means that you can never be disappointed. True. So I think that, like, I've never had a bad New Year's nor, like, a good good one. Yeah. I mean, there's just, it just kind of is. I, I, I think that my most memorable was probably getting back from Berlin and, like, being able to go up to my, like, friend's cabin in Washington and just being with all the people, like, especially after being away, like, yeah. being with all the people that have known me my entire life, mm-hmm. you know, because those are the people that I want to, like, 
get drunk with. The people that know, like, you know, the people that know you the best and, like... Yeah, for sure. Like, it gives me anxiety thinking about, like, I don't know what I'm doing this year because I work until... We're all working. Yeah, I work yeah. until 10.30, though, so it's, like, I still could, you like... You still can and you will, like, get, everyone Marion does. Plaza's, like, fireworks. I don't know, man, yeah. because I'm also thinking that 2020 is going to be the year of experiencing violent hangovers for the first time <laughs> in my life. So you're at that time. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why like, I felt like a hot bag of trash this morning, like listeners. It was really rough. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> yeah. I hope it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this is probably gonna be better than my New Year's Eve. Like this has, like this podcast or like like talking about it in this way has made oh. me think a lot more about the new year than any like yeah, I know. New Year's it's Eve experience. A lot of times people yeah. don't really like put these questions out into the open and think about it and evaluate like their past year, their next year. It's always so like, which I'm about to get into, like the most cliche question of them all. Like, what is your new year's resolution? Like no one thinks about like, you know, all the questions we just went over this past like hour. So, but like on, like just to wrap it up, like your new year's resolution. I know mine is just to, I really want to get more involved with, um, like content creating just cause I do enjoy doing it. And like, I love making vlogs, um, and videoing and video editing. And then like I started podcasting this year. So like, I really just want to make more episodes, more videos, and just like put them out there without the expectation. Like you said of like, who's going to listen and who's going to watch. I just want to do it because I enjoy doing it and I have fun doing it so and I think it can be a good asset and skill to like wherever I'm going forward you know what I mean yeah, definitely sure. yeah. I think that's mine like You're just so like a personal like, fun one thank you grab that bull by the horns <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's yours um well, financial security <laughs> so I'm gonna give that another <laughs> let's try let's try it again <laughs> round two um I also have another one it's uh embracing the whole create like the creative aspect of it is I'm gonna get back harder into my writing like I picked up maybe two months ago I picked up with writing again and mm-hmm. it's been very liberating because I used to love writing as a kid I would I mean my when I was younger my creative stories were super wacky so and like, like <laughs> there was no like storyline or spine to it but I loved it just like, like fiction creative narratives like or, more so journaling mm-hmm. and even like whenever I sit down with a pen and pad and there's nothing on my mind I'll write about how there's nothing on my mind and like that usually flows into something else as well right so sort of, um, and I go through random bouts where I'll like, I'll write like a page and a half of like creative writing, mostly like it's, it's fictional, but then it's also kind of like blending personal experiences that I've had. Like sometimes I'll take like two moments that were super iconic for me in my past and mm-hmm. like combine them into one story to create like a, a mood, you know? Yeah. And so that's sort of like the vibe that I go for and it's very liberating. You know, I love I like on that. an off day waking up, like brewing a pot of coffee, uh, kick open the window, even if it's winter and just like write, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I love that. I mean, I feel like so- sometimes this is like the stuff I talk about, I feel like it's big picture, kind of ambiguous thoughts, um, but that's just kind of the way that my brain works. Mm-hmm. And so as far as like a resolution for me, I think about like the last 24 years kind of being like learning, like it was myself learning a lot of things. And I think like my resolution this year is to kind of unlearn a little bit. Um, I think that there's, like, so many things. I mean, like, going through the motions or kind of, like, expect like expectations, really, about, like, like how you need to be. And I think that we're, our environments shape 
who we are in that way. And this is kind of the first year where I'm kind of just really trying to get down to like a sense of self that's not influenced like from my environment. Mm -hmm. Um, So like my resolution for this year is to kind of just like, yeah, kind of just like be chilling in like the state that I'm at and like really just, it's a cliche answer, like finding myself, (laughs) you know, and, but it's kind of like, you know, like we live in a technology era. I've been like, I've deleted social media recently. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to have Facebook for our job here, but you know, like I deleted social media actually when I turned 24, just like Mm -hmm. as an experiment, it's really just like experimenting with like what works for me in life, like what I've been doing just because it's kind of like part of the norm and what actually serves me. Mm -hmm. Um, So like technology, we've been trying to take breaks from that. Um, And like drinking, you know, I've been like kind of like experimenting with like, do I need a drink when I go out or do I need to go out at all? Like, you know, kind of just like, yeah, really playing around with everything and seeing like, what will make me go into this year better? What will fuel mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I want because I'm yeah. I'm optimistic about the twenties, but yeah. a lot of it starts with yourself. Yeah, and so totally. I th- I think you can that be anywhere but still not enjoy it if you're not okay mentally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's really like kind of that soul searching time, um, and I'm glad I'm very grateful that I get to take this time mm-hmm. to do that. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to the new year and whatever it has. I'm excited that. 20, like 2019 though, it has been such a, it really has been a great year for me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been super iconic. You know, the whole yeah. time, the all 2019, I was here in Europe and I've done some really awesome things. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much. This was so fun. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Absolutely. Um, thank you. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. Um, I will hopefully have a new episode coming like within the next few weeks. We'll be in 2020 officially. Gonna be on that content creation, yeah. baby. New yes. Year's resolution. Yeah, I know. If you, you know, if y'all know us, you can keep us accountable to whatever we just said there in the you past go. hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>